Hey everybody, this is Will. And this is Sarah. And this podcast is Searching for Good. We are just two people trying to find what is good and right in our everyday lives. Well, hello friends. Hello again. We are back with our, what is this? Third? Third third or fourth? Third episode. Third. It feels like it was a long time ago. No, it's our fourth. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Fourth episode of the podcast. We're basically professionals. I know. And we are professional podcasters. For sure. Easily. (laughs) So we are continuing on with our interview of each other. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is. We're just so fascinating. We've got so much to say. I told someone the other day, this is essentially like just the stuff you and I sit around and talk about. It really is. Yeah. So we just record it and it works out okay. Yeah. It's like we just get it all out. Instead of being on the couch, we sit in a different room. Probably a few, uh, a few less cuss words on my part, (laughs) at least on my end of things. (laughs) Not me. I'm always pristinely... Well, that's, a, that's actually true. Oh, give me a break. So, okay. Anyway, um, okay, well, we will start with, can I let you start with your mood for the week? My mood for the week. Yeah. Oh, my word. Okay, so uh, my mood for the week is an extension of my mood from last week. Okay. And um, it is a combination of moods, none of which are bad, <laughs> okay. but all of which will lead into our next topic. I'm all right. a little tired. I, that was going to be my mood for the week. You stole my mood. Okay. That's all right. I'll think of a new one. No, you can be tired too. Well, Our moods can be the same. We, are, we have simultaneously tired moods. So, okay. Um, yeah. My mood is just a little bit tired. Okay. Uh, and it's because our nanny has COVID. Uh, Abby. <laughs> so... Our nanny has COVID plus the school system went to all online learning. This week, so this past week, and then this is, this upcoming week will be the week of Thanksgiving anyway. So it kind of ends up being okay because they're off this week anyway. And then last week that gives them two weeks for everybody to be out so that hopefully the school system can rid itself of some of this germ infested COVID activity. We can hope. (laughs) So uh, I'm tired because we ended up keeping the kids a lot. And by we, I mean me, kept the kids significantly more than I probably ever have. This is not your norm. Uh Uh-uh. Not at all. But the fact that she had COVID and then Nanny had COVID and then we were around her. So technically we were supposed to kind of stay at home base anyway. Quarantine, right, right. If you're trying to be responsible, at least. Right. So we, and we mostly did. We learned a lot. We, We learned a lot about the spread of this virus and what we needed to do to stay healthy and responsible. Yeah. And it stinks staying at home. It's just tiring. Yeah. Especially when you're with your kids all day. And again, I love my <laughs> kids, but like, what? Yeah. This is hard. And I was a moment where I'm staying at home and I'm watching them Zoom uh, with, their, and, and our kids are young, right? They are kindergarten and first grade, the ones that are in school. And they Zoom and the kindergarten teacher, who I'm pretty sure doesn't listen to our podcast, Zoomed with the kids. <laughs> 
with kindergartners now for two hours. Oh, she's so sweet. It was kind. like watching her try and herd cats. <laughs> it's so painful to watch. Oh, it was terrible. It was yeah. just terrible to watch. And in the meantime, you know, I'm watching her. And then I'm going back to our first grader and I'm trying to kind of alternate back and forth to make sure everything is okay and that each kid is being responsible. And I think the net result was that neither of them paid any attention. <laughs> um, and then in the meantime, my three-year-old or my two-year-old, I basically was like, uh, just watch Coco Melon. <laughs> yes. Here's the television. So I'm tired. That's my mood. So... My question is, did you actually try to accomplish anything at home, like around the house or just work related during those days that you kept the kids? Uh, yeah, I mean, I tried. I tried to do some emails, tried yeah. to, you know, I mean, no kind of deep thought work. Right. But that's the reality of my job is it requires significant blocks of time to kind of sit and think and plan things out. And that was not part of the rhythm I at least tried to do emails as best I could, maybe make a couple, uh, a few phone calls with the understanding that they could be interrupted at any yeah. moment. Yeah. So little, yeah, I tried to get some things done. I did a lot of texting with okay. people, which is a new rhythm. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't, and again, I kind of, I mean, I, I, it wasn't awful by any stretch. I loved, in fact, getting to spend more time with the girls. We yeah. played a lot. We, yeah. I mean, that was good. It was just the, alternate reality from my normal rhythm <laughs> yeah. was very much too much yeah so yeah oh my gosh yeah so tired tired but but a not a soul exhausted tired more like a man that's hard <laughs> for stay God at home bless all the stay at home mothers oh my word holy cow stay at home mothers and teachers oh. were the ones where I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> How do you guys do it? Uh, and then I suppose, you know, the new a new category, stay-at-home dads. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> I'm not playing. That would be one of my worst nightmares. It cracks me up watching them Zoom. <laughs> okay, so I will just play on that, and I will say my mood is tired also. I am used to staying home with kids a lot more than you are. Correct. But I have to say that I very much rely on getting out of the house. Like we go to the park, we go to Target, we go to Chick-fil-A and pick up lunch and go sit on a picnic blanket somewhere and eat it with some friends. Yeah. We, I mean, getting out of the house is the way you break up your day so that it's not so monotonous and the kids don't want to kill each other. And it is hard to stay at home or just even just to stay in your own little bubble. Like to, you know, when we go hang out with Samantha and meet her three kids at the park, the kids take care of each other. They yeah, keep they each other entertained. They play. So they come back refreshed and they don't hate each other. Right. And now, friends, you need to know, our the house we live in is enormous. It really is. So it's not like they're stuck in the same room. Like it's a two-bedroom or a two-bedroom apartment in Manhattan. This is a 
multiple thousand square foot house. This is the biggest house we've ever lived in. So we are very, very fortunate to have a playroom where we can just shut the door. <laughs> Those little stinks. They don't even stay in the playroom. So, so hold on, let's back up for a minute. Let's stay with that. But yeah. with what you were saying about the, the difference between staying at home and then getting out in the park, Yeah. because I think you were very serious about, we're not going to go out. We're not going to go, even though we tested it, we all went and got our COVID test and tested right. negative, but it was still kind of, Hey, we're taking this quarantine seriously. Right. We're not going anywhere. Right. Right. Well, and, and to, I, I feel kind of like a moron that I didn't realize or do a lot of research into the need for quarantining prior to this, but I didn't realize how long the, um, you know, the incubation period is where the virus stays in your system. So, you know, it just, it took me doing research to realize, oh my gosh, you know, we could test negative and then tomorrow test positive. So we need to stay away from everything. Everything. No, yeah. what, what got me was when our friend Katie, who is a pediatrician, we said uh, I we were on a text thread and I said, "Listen, I te I tested negative," and she said, "You tested negative today." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, "Well, why even bother taking a test?" It makes me feel dumb that we even took a test, but whatever, we did. So yeah, it was a fun. That's but, fine. but that was one of those experiences we need to say that we had. Oh really? Yeah, it was remarkable. Totally disagree. I would absolutely take it back if I possibly could. Mm -mm. But I, I so, since we're talking about COVID tests, we go to take this COVID test and they're like, it's great. New, new and improved technology. You can actually take the saliva test. Mm -hmm. So you can spit in this little cup and it, the little cup looks like the little plastic condiment cups that you get at like a sushi place that they put soy sauce in and it's got like a little plastic lid well you just have to fill up the very teeny tiny bottom of that but it's a good bit of spit that you have to spit in there and they give you five minutes yeah so they don't get backlogged right and the guy gives you all your cups so we have three children one our two-year-old they don't allow to do that which is fine because there's no way she could have done that but my five and seven year old i'm like here we go guys let's try to spit in this cup you got this you got this and i'm pretty sure my seven-year-old forgot how to spit mm -hmm. temporary was, amnesia she, she just she just like a thousand times went <laughs> She kept attempting to spit on this cup and I, I kind of looked at her with no words like, what are you doing? What is that? I know you spit out your toothpaste every day. Oh, I, just, I told her, I was like, you're getting the nasal test. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. And of course, she's the one that's frightened of everything and we have to hold down. So it was not a great experience. Hence me wanting to take it back. But I got the spit test. You got the spit That's test. That's right. And so did Evie. And so did our five-year-old. So and it's all to good. The, to the credit of Augusta University, we had our results back Within in less 24 than a day. hours. Yeah. Yeah. So if it really mattered that we tested negative, mm -hmm. I'm glad that we had those tests Correct. back in one day. So Well, I mean, it enabled you as a healthcare professional to continue going to work. Absolutely. And at least feel good about it for a day, mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. So anyway, tired because 
Exactly. Our kids were home. They were Zooming, which is very funny. I agree. Yeah. Those those sweet teachers have a heart for that because oh, those man. kids get on there and it's like all the kids are, you know, let me show you my puppy and look at the shirt I'm wearing. Oh my gosh, did you see our Christmas tree? You know, and Miss Ishi, Miss Ishi, Miss Ishi. And they're all talking at the same time. I don't know. I would just have to mute everyone. <laughs> well, yes. So what was plainly evident to me was the love that these teacher that these two oh, teachers yeah. at least Absolutely. have for their kids. So like finding the good is I was able to see uh, firsthand in a way that I would not otherwise because I don't do a whole lot of the parent teacher conferences. I don't do a whole lot yeah. of the go to school kind of stuff. stuff. You do yeah. that. So I was able to watch that in an unfiltered environment. Right. Which was really cool. Yeah, it is. You really do. Teachers are one of a kind. Yes. I also love the moments where the parents in the background would lose their cool to the kids and you would hear them be like, sit down, boy. I said, focus. (laughs) Oh, it is very, very funny. Yeah. yeah. So. So that was, yeah, tired, I think, for both of us. Yeah. And, and, And I think coming to the realization that this Thanksgiving is going to look a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. We were supposed to travel and we were planning on having my family in town. And uh, because of a number of different factors, um, we decided for that not to happen this year. Yeah. Yeah. So our kind of overall topic of conversation today is just the fact that this week has really turned into the week where we saw we where chaos has come into fruition in our life (laughs) which honestly other than the school abnormalities in the spring being at home we haven't had anything this close to home yeah but i mean it's not i wouldn't describe it as chaos it's just like a a disappointment i think yeah the reality of the virus is now i mean for god's sake though 11 million people have it right so i think you're at a moment where most everyone is going to know someone Right. And now we know many people for sure, many, many people. So it's been a, it's, it's hard. It's hard to watch your, you know, some family and friends be, be sick and it's scary and right. It's just weird. And then you go, so like I had to go to Lowe's and so we're dealing with the reality of this. And then you go to Lowe's and I, this is not a knock on Lowe's. But it, it might be a knock on the people who go to Lowe's, where it was like a few of them wore intentionally did not wear their masks and were looking for someone who was looking at them because they weren't wearing their masks. Yeah. Yeah. But like they, they hold eye contact just a little bit longer and puff their chest out a little bit. Right. Like, yeah. What? I'm not wearing my mask. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. If you don't wear a mask, you might not talk like that, but... Wear your, wear your mask. But in our house, you do. Mm-hmm. It's not complicated, man. Uh, this is where, and this is where I think you watch our culture, not to take it to a deeper level, but I am for a minute, where you watch our culture and there is a lack of any sort of sacrifice for the common good. Right. right? Because what does it cost you to put on a mask, to walk outside? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It's not an inconvenience. It's not uncomfortable. It's simply we lack a sense of decency and self-sacrifice 
Yeah. Which, you know, we frame that as you know, the, the common narrative is, oh, it's my liberty, right? Don't, don't tread on me, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but taken to its logical extreme, that sort of thought process ultimately just manifests as selfishness. Give me what I want and I don't want to care about anybody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to Lowe's and I'm not going to wear a mask. Right. 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 Just put on a mask, bro. Yeah. I, we had this moment where we hung out with some friends before we knew all this and then found out a couple days later and I had this, uh, I was a little bit upset. A little bit? Because. (laughs) because Weeping and gnashing of teeth. I was very upset because I, I, I can't help but think. Oh my gosh, we've, you know, spent time with these friends and these friends have, you know, her mom watches the kids all the time and her dad and they're a little bit older. And what if, you know, I gave it to, you know, what if one of my children were sick and they give it to their kids and they give it to their mom and they give it to their mom and then they die. Which is, I know, worst case scenario, right? But honestly, that's kind of where my brain goes. And... I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm laying in bed thinking this. And I'm like, how can you not? I, I'm, I hope most people don't think like that. But Well, I hope more people think like that than think like the people at Lowe's. Right. But, but there is something to be said for, you know, we, our nanny gets COVID. We are hesitant to see a lot of the people in our lives that are, you know, could get really sick. Sure. And that's an easy step to make. You know, that's an easy puzzle piece to put together. Right. And I just, I, I, I feel for all the people out there that are having to make all these big decisions. They're hard. I know, man. It's tough. So, well, that's enough sad stuff. It is sad. It's but not, that's well, not, it's not, it's not sad. This is just, this is reality. And I think reality. you hit a moment where you go, okay, for the good of my own self for the good of my family and for the good of the whole right let's just do this right and it's going to require some doing things we don't necessarily like things you don't want to do like not seeing your family at thanksgiving yeah absolutely but that's okay it's okay we will have many more thanksgivings to come and and that will keep everybody safe and healthy so that's the plan for that i like that yeah okay so what else what else for the week yeah well, let's see, COVID pretty much, I feel like we went from only talking about, well, mostly talking about the election. Oh, in our own home? Yeah. Yes. To heck with the election. We can't think about that right now. Yes. We can only think about COVID right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went from one hot and heavy subject to another. All these fun things. All these really fun things. But we really did, um, because we were at home a lot this week, we decorated for Christmas mm-hmm. all out. It's for the podcast. Um, I'm getting on to Will because he's looking at his phone. Yeah, but it's for the podcast. <laughs> so we decorated for Christmas, which makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Extremely happy. Two trees. Two, Two trees. trees. I made a happy tree this year. A, a tree that's for me. And and tonight we're film, we're recording this on Sunday night. So when we are done, we're going to watch. Drum roll, please. Christmas vacation. Yes. 
Good. I bought a t-shirt and it says, why is the floor wet? Todd. <laughs> I don't know, Margo. And I'm so happy to have that t-shirt and just everything yeah. about it makes me happy. So, yeah. so that was kind of the big things for our week. Christmas decorating because we were home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. COVID of course, and having to make all these decisions. There was one night where I legitimately, I, I talked on the phone to your mom, my parents, my grandparents, your sister. <laughs> yeah. We talked ever. I mean, I was on the phone for like two hours oh, talking man. and making decisions and, you know, um, just kind of figuring things out. So if you are walking through this journey, friends, you are not alone. We feel you. Yeah. But it's all going to be okay. Oh, gosh. Everything will be well. It is. So we're doing the right thing. Yes, we are. So what was something that brought you some joy this week? So this week, when was it? Yesterday? So I don't my, know. Um, I know because you don't know what I'm going to talk about. This week, my two oldest, five and seven, especially my middle one, Evie, she loves to bake. But they both have been very interested in cooking, baking recently. And so I decided to try to take this opportunity to truly kind of sit down and teach them how to, how to make a recipe from start to scratch, you know, to start to finish. So yesterday morning we, I got out a recipe for just chocolate chip pancakes, super basic. And I put the recipe in front of the kids and said, okay, what do we do? Where do we start? And so we talked about measuring and we talked about safety and how to turn on an oven and a stovetop and, you know, got out all the ingredients and it was, it was fun. It was fun. And it felt like, I don't know. It just felt felt good. It felt very meaningful to me to kind of pass that along. Cause that's a big deal. Yeah. To learn how to bake and, um, you know, baking's a big, I remember baking with my mom and baking with my grandparents and, you know, even baking with your mom, like, you know, there are yeah. certain things that we always make when we, we are with your mom. I don't I think remember that... doing anything with my grandparents. <laughs> 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 Literally <Well>, nothing. <laughs> well, I do. And I think that's meaningful. So oh, I was awesome. excited to pass that, to kind of start that. In fact, the kids were so excited about it. They were like, let's, let's have a baking competition. Yeah. They want to do a baking competition and we very well might make some pies at Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. So that was probably, that really, that's cool. That gave me a lot of joy this week. Very cool. Yeah. What about you? What gave you, well, what was inspirational? So we've this got, we've had a little bit of time in between our last podcast and yeah. I had lunch with a guy last week and I just moved to Augusta with his family, Jim, and uh, had lunch with him. It was one of those lunches where you, you sit with somebody and you have these conversations and at the end of it, you go, man, I've got to be better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we all live under this. I don't know. I mean, I live under this illusion, at least that I'm kind of at the top of my field, that I'm good at what I do. And every once in a while you hang out with somebody else and it inspires you to be better. Right. 
just to be like, what, what does this guy do? Yeah. He does everything <laughs> and he's good at it all. And, and then he, and then he goes, how can I help you? Man, that's huge. Yeah. And I said, I don't know. <laughs> I need to think about, I need to think about this. Yeah. But it was just, I mean, it's an inspiring lunch to hang out with someone who not only is good at everything, but you could tell just having lunch, there's a passion right. about life. Yeah. There's, he approaches life with an endless sense of possibility. Something good is going to come my way. And you, and when you see that, you know it. Yeah. And you want to, and you want to be around people like that. And more importantly, you want to become somebody like that. Right. Absolutely. So that was good. Yeah, it was good. That's awesome. Yeah. And That's then I bought awesome. a couple of books. Good. I'm excited about reading. Good. So I have to say one more too, oh, actually. Sure. Go. Um, so our two year old put her hand on a hot, um, the, like burner of a popcorn maker. Oh, sweet Jesus. It was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. And she burnt the living daylights out of her little hand and she put her whole hand on there and it was just, it was so bad. She screamed and screamed. And of course I looked at it and I'm like, Oh, that's bad. Yeah. And I called a friend of mine, Aaron. Hey, mm-hmm. Aaron. And she listen. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Okay. And she, um, not only gave, you know, she's texting and giving me advice on what to put on this hand, but she says, I have something I'll be, I'm coming over right now. And she just gets in the floor or gets in the car and comes over. And then she comes over several days later and helps me to rebandage it and do some more things. And she helps out with it, but kind of talking about wanting to be like that after she left, especially that second time, I was like, I want to be that friend to somebody. Yeah. You know, like I want to be the friend that doesn't just text you how you should do it, but just gets in the car and goes over. Don't worry, I'll be there. I'm coming over right now. Yeah. I'm there. Come and on. I just yeah, that was so she's such a good friend always, but sometimes that one little thing happens and you think, Oh my gosh. That is just That's a good friend. Oh, it's just over and beyond. Yes. I like those friends. Me too. That's good. Okay. Well, let's see. What else is there to talk about tonight? I mean, that's it for us. We've been homebound and Yeah. But it's been honestly as okay. exhausting as okay. it is. But so, yeah, go. Something for people who are listening. Yeah. A book, a podcast, TED Talk, something that you've listened to, <laughs> read that has kind of inspired you lately that that they can go and check out. Go. Okay. Well, I'm going to be honest. I feel like I was on a little bit of a podcast drought this week. Mm. I was listening. Yeah, I know. And I'm usually not. I listened to some TED Talks and they were fine. And I listened to my normal, I I like some good organizational simplifying podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of over it. Right. So anyway, and I was a little bit down. Yeah. At the beginning of the week, especially kind of midweek, I was, I was way down. Correct. And so I started listening to the Pandora. It's like a Pandora comedy station. 
Really? And it's just like little snippets of comedians. And the one that I was on was a lot of Jim Gaffigan. Okay. Um, oh gosh. Some other guy that I really Nate thought. Bergazzi. Yeah, yes, Bergazzi was on there quite a bit. John Mulaney? Oh, yeah, John Mulaney. He hosted SNL a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. He's very, just really funny. But I I laugh pretty easily at comedians anyway. Like, yeah. I cackle. And I was, I would have my headphones in, and the kids would be walking around playing, and I would just be cackling, laughing. Like, I needed some laughter in my life, and it was exactly what it I needed. exactly what Little you snippets, a lot about parenting and, and, um just work and silly, you know, funny stuff. Yeah. It's just good. It's good. It was good. I needed it. It was good for, for, for me, but Pandora comedy station, Pandora comedy station. Who would have thought? I didn't even know. I thought Pandora was not a thing anymore. <laughs> so, I feel like I'm a little old school. Have you downloaded any Napster files recently? <laughs> I went through my cassette tapes and I couldn't find anything. Have you checked your Hotmail account anytime <laughs> recently? <laughs> uh. I was kind of over MySpace and I decided to try something new. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. Okay. Shut up. Anyway. That's fine. Um, tell me a podcast, a book, something good. Ooh. So I didn't do a whole lot of podcasting this week. Um, didn't I don't think I listened to any really still listen to some good albums um actually serious radio because it's thanksgiving week so they give you a trial yeah listen to um the grateful dead channel i knew that because i got in your car and i was like what is he listening to yeah that's what i was listening to oh my to. gosh and it was wonderful so that was good <laughs> throwback for me um that I, I liked that a lot and then I was um, I was reading, so there's a book that I've been reading snippets of, and I'm reading it because it was recommended to me by my uh, doctoral uh, the, uh, professor, the, yeah. my supervisor for my okay. program. Yeah. And it's a book called Don't Think of an Elephant, Know Your Values and Frame the, De- Frame the Debate by a guy named George Lakoff. And Lakoff was a professor of philosophy at UCLA or UC Berkeley. Um, okay. And there was this one section that Graham, my professor, put online that just really kind of struck me. And I think it will be helpful to us, regardless of your political opinions, as you approach Thanksgiving and and undoubtedly some of the conversations that are going to come over the course. And Lakoff is a linguist. He's a philosopher really focused on language and how language has the power to create worlds and meta and just how powerful metaphor is and, um, wonderful, wonderful stuff. And it's not overly deep. It's some of it is, but most of it's really readable. Okay. And, and, uh, Graham posted this online. What do I tell my students? This is Lakoff. What do I tell my students when they ask what to say at Thanksgiving dinner? And my advice, ask your aunt or grandfather what they are most proud of that helped other people. Those of my students who have done this report that to their surprise, their grandfather or relative did a, did a number of good things to help others and show some important social concerns. My next bit of advice, keep talking about those things. 
The more you keep talking about their empathy and responsibility towards others, the closer you can get to them. Just try to open up and maintain a positive relationship. If you show respect and affection for your relatives, you may get some back. Hmm. Isn't that good? I love that. It's this, we are called to see the humanity in another person. And as long as we frame our conversations in terms of politics, elephants and donkeys, Republicans and Democrats, then you lose the empathy. You you cease to see the humanity. Yeah. Right. So uh, that question, what was the, what was the thing you've done that you're most proud of that has helped somebody else? Hmm. What a great question. Yeah. And what a question that we so seldom ask anymore. Yeah. In these days. And it's a question that I also appreciate because it, it asks you to listen and not just wait for an opportunity to speak. Right. And that's the problem with a lot of our dialogue these days. Yeah. What do you think about blank? And then you're just waiting for your opportunity to put in your two cents. Right. And you're not trying to understand another human being. Right. Because they're endlessly complex. That's so interesting. I love that. Right. Well, unfortunately, we're not going to have this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to FaceTime my relatives and I'm going to ask them that question. Yeah, exactly. So, I I mean, just stuff like that inspires me. Yeah. That, and again, it's not a real popular level stuff, but it's it's the deep substantive reading that I love to do. Yeah. That then hopefully in my job and then through avenues like this, we can... Talk about that and then say, well, how do you do it? Yeah, absolutely. Which is good. So, huh. I love it. that. Yeah. Well, I think that about sums it up. Yes, that sums it up for us. So, uh, <laughs> friends, we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We it's... will We will try to, we apologize that we took a week and a half break. Yeah, our, our week has spread to. The Rona. And then <laughs> blame Rona. They got us. Didn't get us. They got our name. We're going to try to get on a better schedule so we can do every week. But, no. okay. well, have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks yep. for joining us. Good night. Good night. <laughs>